What's going on at the Stables Theatre? I'm Stuart Bailey, and I've been finding out about Honk. It's loud, it's colourful, it's fun, and it's just the thing to get you in the mood for the festive season. I'm talking, of course, about Honk, the show that will round off 2022 at the Stables Theatre, where it takes to the stage later this month. In this podcast, I'll be talking to Honk's director, Chris Lacey, who says that this show will bring down the curtain on his half-century's involvement in theatre. And Daisy Russell brought a brief pause to rehearsals this week to hear from cast members Kelsey Black, Jemima Bowler, Henry Robertson, Alaska Hilton and Tamara Leggett to find out how things are coming along. You'll be bowled over by the sheer enthusiasm of everyone involved. And if that's not enough, we've even got a couple of clips to whet your appetite for the whole thing. If you've not booked your tickets yet, then do it now to avoid disappointment. Honks on stage at the stables between Thursday, December 15th and Friday, December 23rd. Chris, you're not usually a musical director, are you? I am not, no. The only musical I've actually directed was a school production of Les Miserables in 2005. And Honk's got a family connection. It has indeed, because my daughter, who was at Royal Holloway College at the University of London, was also the chairman of of their musical theatre society when she was there, and they took Honk to Edinburgh in 2006 and this is about the fourth time they've been up there and it made a huge amount of money which was the first thing it had ever done so it's quite nice to say oh yeah that was fun and we went to see it and it was on at lunchtime in the in the fringe and uh, it was joyous it was a lovely production and i didn't realize only when i started doing research how many shows across the world have been done of honk Yes, something like 8,000 productions. Yeah, yeah. huge amount. Yes. And also, it was Best Musical in 2000. That's right. So quite, quite, uh, taking on the role of director, there's there's, there's quite a weight in your shoulders. To to a certain extent, but then you realise that a musical is very different from a straight play in that you need a choreographer, you need a music director, you need the designer to work with you. And all of them are equally important, I think, to the to the director. And in many ways, you're like a kind of coordinator. You're just pushing things around, so that you know they. It's nice doing it, but it's not the same thing as doing a straight play. Because you've done sixty productions over fifty years. I have in various places. I've done thirty nine here at the stables. So how, in terms of tackling? A, a piece of musical theatre. Yeah. What's what, what are the differences? What what have you found challenging? Challenging is that you can't. You very rarely at the beginning go 
go through it in one go. So usually with a straight play, you say, right, we're going to block at one and then block at two, etc. With this, you start with the music, then go into the dance, and then start to put it together. Um, and so it's a total different way of looking at things, really. And I'm, you know, I'm very glad to do it, but I'm also thinking, I'm very glad this is the last one. Because <laughs> so, yeah, as we record this, it's a couple of weeks until, yes. until you go live. Yeah. Um, it's all going, all going to all going It to is plan. now. It is now. And I have to say that it's, the, it's not the result of me. It's the result of this fabulous team we've got. And particularly the input of Neil Selman and Oscar Smith and um, Jackie Hutt, uh, who've worked terrifically hard. And Neil's come in and done extra rehearsals with them. And that's made it come alive. When did you actually start... We started in September, so, yeah, so and we should have started probably a bit earlier. We were thinking back in it now, when I do my retrospective thing about you know what went well, what could better if. One of them would be, let's start a little earlier. But so many of these uh, actors and actresses, they are young and they're doing other things. So this was the first time, end of September, middle of September, was when we got them all together for the first time. I, mean, I think one of my favourite quotes about Honk... Um, is that if you imagine the colour of Disney's Jungle Book and the vivacity of Hollywood, you still only have a partial idea of yeah. what Honk's going to yeah. be like. It is funny. I mean, I think the th- thing to remember is there are jokes um, which most of the audience will pick up on. Um, and there are illusions, etc. And some of it, it's some of it's very childish, but most of it is very sophisticated. It demands people listen. And both in the lyrics and in the in the storyline as well. And you you think this may be your last production? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I think so. I'm uh, 72 now, and so by the time this process comes along, I'll be well into my 73, 74, and I think no, <laughs> a bit too much. But it is actually, yeah. yeah. You get because you you have to devote. Well, in this one. In, Particularly, we started thinking about this in 2019, mm. and then we're now in 2022. Yeah. So it's been several, it's been some years, and you think, I can't go, I, life is too short, really. <laughs> Let's start with you, Henry. Yes. So you play our ugly. I do. How yes. do you feel? One playing an animal. Two playing quite a young animal. Yeah. Very childlike. How old are you? I'm 24 now, so having to revert back <laughs> to the youngest possible yeah. animal I ever was. Yeah. Um, 
quite drastic change. But um, yeah, it's the story of the ugly duckling. So my character goes through a lot of changes mm -hmm. over the course. How have you prepared or even have you gone through any stages where you were like, this is, he's a young, young, just born, and then now he's developing some feelings, emotions, and then now he's fully developed. Have you, you know, kind of mapped that at all? Yeah, absolutely. So um, at the beginning, I'm obviously fresh out of the egg. Mm. Yeah, naive, young, young duckling. <laughs> but um, at the end, obviously, minor spoilers if you haven't seen <laughs> duckling before, but I've become a swan, so I've obviously matured drastically yeah so it's a big big change for my character mm -hmm. so getting those differences i felt like was important so i tried to work on them a little bit yes brilliant so we're here with jemima and kelsey um and you guys play low butt and queenie queenie yeah yes. how does it feel because you play quite a lot of characters you two you quite a few yeah. yeah i play two characters and you play three three yeah. yeah how has it been to distinguish between each of these characters I think just, like, for me, accent was a big one. So, uh -huh. so for Queenie, I'm kind of like the sultry cat using quite like a low, low part of my voice and kind of making mm. that fluid as like a cat would move. And then for Henrietta, the chicken, who's a bit, she's a bit um, gossipy and a bit of a, yeah, a gossip around the pond. I made her super Essexy, so that really hits when her lines come out. She's like, oh, he's so ugly, that kind of thing. And then with Penny, the, the love interest at the end, just made her super pure and sweet. And I think accent was the big thing that mm -hmm. defined the three for me, first of all. Um, I think it's similar for me, but I felt like both of my roles, so my other role is Grace, yeah. who I kind of, in my head, she's like queen of mm -hmm. the duckyard. Mm -hmm. um, that's how I've got her into my head. But um, to me, they're both like, not posh, but higher end in different ways because obviously I think yeah. one genuinely is so Grace is yeah. genuinely royal and then Loba likes to think highly of herself yeah because she lives indoors not. and she's domesticated <laughs> um, for me it was so for me they were both similar accent wise but mm -hmm. I'm pitching Grace higher mm -hmm. um, and Loba quite low the it's, name as well I thought Loba it's also voice. it's funny to see how you physicalise Loba mm. It's great. <laughs> yeah, we had some conversations about that because she's a chicken and it was like, how can I change my body mm -hmm. to make me be Smaller. a chicken but still a human being chicken so but it's funny because in real life i'm the smaller one yeah and they I'm... wanted the cat to be tall and slinky and sexy <laughs> and the chicken to be small and stumpy but in real life we're like the, the other way around. so yeah my physicality i had to kind of shrink a bit um mm. so it's a lot of legwork um for that scene um but grace i've tried to make her very tall yeah. and upright so yeah it's mm. voice and physicality um but yeah helps. i mean it's a good question for all of you is that how have you distinguish between human playing animal or animal being yeah. human it's, it's yeah. difficult there's a lot of conversation about this wasn't mm. it about which way round mm. and also we were. not just from direction it's like how is the costume being done is the costume more animally and then therefore if the costume's more animally you can take the kind of characterization to be a bit more human because mm. it's about finding the balance and the blend i think between movement voice attitude costume presentation yeah. and finding that balance between okay we're animals but are we really animals are mm. we mm. metaphors for the human counterpart yeah. it was definitely a conversation that we had to define whether we're humans playing mm. animals or animals playing humans yeah. and we we're now humans playing animals so um <clears throat> yeah, that obviously takes out a lot of the really 
animalistic characterizations physically mm-hmm. um, and it's just the odd one you see odd quirks from different characters yeah. that I think show you the best thing to do is for find the movements that work for both the human side and the animal <laughs> side mm. so for me it's just like an awkward child got like a few twitches here and there that you mm. might see a newborn duck do <laughs> as well um, I like yours as the cat where you sort of like do stuff on the sofa and like very oh, touchy yeah. feeling yeah, yeah. Mm. it's like yeah what are the human characteristics of animals it's, yeah it's, it's like if this animal was a human how would they behave and i suppose that's what we're trying to mm-hmm. embody so, so we're quite far on in the rehearsal process now do you guys feel ready personally and you mm-hmm. guys might agree with the run-up to production it feels like you're not ready yeah. and then that would just add a lot of pressure mm. on in a, in a really positive way and, mm. and push out a really good final product. Yeah, because like when Tech and Dress Week <clears throat> come along, you finally realise, oh, okay, we're, we're in a better place than mm-hmm. we maybe thought and actually it's going really well and then you start getting excited. Yeah. I think at this point mm. there is a bit of um, anxiety of <laughs> like, oh, is it going to be ready? Is it going to be how we want it? Um, <laughs> but we're definitely now, now that everything's pretty much blocked, we're working in those yeah. finer details and just going back over yeah. scenes that we set a while ago going to deeper. make sure, yeah, we've got the exact scenes that we want. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's fun, yeah. Working, working in more detail. And like you said, like once you've got the costume and you've got the set, you really can become the yeah. character. Mm. It's yeah, like the final sure. oomph, isn't it, that you need to just mm-hmm. get into your character. Yeah. I've never done or anything backstage or on stage with musicals before. Are you guys experienced in musicals? Do you... Yeah. yeah. It, how sure. is it managing singing, dancing and acting all at the same time? Like first you learn yeah. the song and you get that into your bones and then... Then you learn the movement and then, then you put your character into it. Yeah, and you hope that once you've done, you've got kind of the voice and like the songs and the mm-hmm. movement. Hopefully your lines will then start to make sense. You can realise why your character's saying that at that point and mm. it's reacting to yeah. the other people. I suppose that's similar with plays, the whole learning your lines in because that's what you should say next. Mm-hmm. Um, and then actually thinking about what, what you're saying yeah. comes next, which yeah. is really so cool. Yeah, so scene-wise it's very similar to plays, I think, the yeah. way you'd process it, but... Obviously, you just have that extra element of the singing and the movement mm. on top of that. In life, you don't just break into songs, so <laughs> you can. I think you've just got to go for it in those moments and just be like, yeah, we're mm. just going to sing and dance about this because, yeah, it's like... We're telling the story yeah. this way now. Yeah. <laughs> I was always told that you sing because words alone can't express fully yeah. what you mean, so that's yeah. why characters in musicals break into song and dance to give that extra... Um, explanation of what they're feeling. I just feel like it's important to get a good um, characterization in the singing because you can sing a song beautifully but if you're not performing as a character singing a song mm-hmm. then it's not going to be as enjoyable for the audience mm. so that's mm-hmm. the most important thing yeah. for me yeah. learning these songs for this show is just um, singing it nice but also getting the emotion (laughs) getting the emotion from the character i think like you could be like not the most pitch perfect singer but if you give like all the emotion you connect with what the Mm. words are and you you express that to the audience they're going to absolutely enjoy that way more than if it was someone just super duper incredible just giving it good voice Mm -hmm. sure you've got to make it believable you've got to give yeah. the character as much in the songs as you would in the scenes. Exactly, yeah. and that will make it believable. And as mm. for dancing, I just try and <laughs> get it as close to what I'm supposed to be doing as possible. Uh, what have your guys' like, previous experience in theatre been? And, you know, how did you get started? What do you love about doing it? And, you know, what have you done before? 
me first. Mm -hmm. So me and Kelsey actually um, did a lot of stuff together before with a local company and Henry. And Henry. We've all done. I sorry, Henry. Well. <laughs> and we did quite a few productions. I think in our like later part of secondary school. Yeah, yeah. during okay. secondary school sure. and um, college for me. And like going into it. This is a bit of a tangent, but when you make a connection like that, I haven't seen Kelsey in years. Yeah. And then when I saw her at this audition, it was just like instant. Yeah. Like yeah. theatre is very, very special in that way, where you always have this kind of family when mm. you when you do it. But other than that, um, I went to Mount View and did a foundation mm. there alongside my masters. So that's what brought me back into mm. doing theatre. Yeah. So I started in school as well, and just kind of it was an extracurricular thing. Um, I did kind of theatre schools locally outside of that as well um, but it was my high school productions that made me want to go and do it at uni mm -hmm. so I did um, my degree in musical theatre um, at the London College of Music um, and then um, kind of graduated from there and I was like oh acting maybe isn't the most stable thing so <laughs> I actually tried to be a teacher um, and then that and did some things locally but now felt like a good time because um, I'm actually on maternity leave so I was mm -hmm. like oh well I've got a bit more time I'll as if I've got more time but um, <laughs> I'll go and I'll do this performance and I've done the show before so I know it so it shouldn't yeah. be too yeah. tricky um, so yeah it's just getting mm -hmm. back into it now because I've missed it a lot it's as you say it's so special it's like a really special feeling I think mm -hmm. when you're on yeah. stage if that's and what you love. This yeah. show was actually, before I joined the theatre company that Kelsey and I did together, this was the show that I watched of that company do. Mm -hmm. And you played Queenie, which is my yeah, character now. Yeah, the opposite one in the scene. And then I did this also at my, um, my stage school when I was 10. So 15 years ago, and I was one of the little ducklings. Oh. So to now play a grown-up character is really fun. It's like full <laughs> circle. Full circle. Got a big history with Honk. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, just echoing what Kelsey says, mm -hmm. we did a lot of shows back when we were in high school and that's what yeah. really stuck it with me. I was like, this is so much fun, enjoy mm -hmm. it so much. Mm -hmm. So um, studied film at uni, sort of drifted away from it, but coming back to the hometown, I was looking <laughs> online at what was going on, I was like, honk auditions, I was mm, like, yeah. I love that show so much, so I've got <laughs> to go for it. And, well, um, yeah. yeah, seeing these two come to the auditions as well just made it uh -huh. so. Yeah, I don't know so about you guys, better. but walking into the audition and seeing familiar faces, Ooh. you was like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. relax a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. The build-up and rehearsals have been a lot more fun, like knowing mm -hmm. people already, I think. Yeah. Um, but getting to know the rest of the guys, everybody's amazing, and they're just really on it, and yeah, yeah it's all very different, which echoes the storyline yeah. of the song, which yeah. is cool. Um, final question, what do you guys think of the play? Do the morals and the, just the play itself, the fun, the music, the, the dancing, what do you guys think of it? It's yeah? so um, good, it's been yeah. stuck in my head for the last <laughs> Same. You can really connect with like your inner child because yeah. it's so yeah. silly and like when you sure. first start rehearsing it you do feel a bit, I don't know if you guys felt the same, but you feel a bit like awkward and you're like, oh I'm playing a, chick I'm playing a chicken, how am I <laughs> yeah. really going to get this serious in a fun way, mm. but like the more you get into the mm -hmm. lines, like we're, we're just yeah. in the middle of a rehearsal actually, and we're having so much fun. It's yeah. so fun. Adding no. in the extra details. Mm -hmm. I think as you move into dress and tech week as well, it can be very stressful, but finally putting in the finishing touches like mm -hmm. the set and the costume, that just kind of gives you that extra like yeah. push and it, it's a really nice show, especially for families. Um, because yeah. it is child friendly, but there's some jokes yeah, in there. There's a lot of innuendo with above their heads that the adults would get. Um, and yeah, it's 
it got a great moral so like, yeah everybody you can be different but that's okay and mm-hmm. it's accepting that and finding who you really are and like that's okay no matter what anybody else thinks and a lot of the harmonies <clears throat> are gorgeous the music in this show in particular take changes it from being kind of like a silly play yeah mm. yeah exactly a yeah. really really yeah. gorgeous piece of work yeah and it's good because it's really funny so there are some really really f- <laughs> i mean yeah. We, yeah we're funny come and see us um, <laughs> because you have those really funny moments but then it's got also got moments of real like sincere mm-hmm. like really Sadness feel for the tenderness. characters and it kind of tugs at your heartstrings in places and i think everybody in the audience will be able to kind of relate to some of the characters or I think that's what makes you enjoy it more. Tamara, yeah. you're playing Ida, our mother duckling. Are duck. You, duck. Duck. Not duckling, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. How are you getting into that character? She's a very motherly, yeah. those tendencies. Um, well, I have, I have two kids, yeah. and I, I guess I just try and take uh-huh. my life as a mother onto the stage mm-hmm. and think about how I'd feel if I was in that situation, my son going missing, or mm-hmm. um, if they were unhappy with their, their lives or whatever. So, I, yeah, just... Trying to, it's quite an easy role in that sense yeah. to play because it is. I'm not a duck, but I'm a mum, so it's like, yeah, cause I, <laughs> I feel I should clarify that. <laughs> it's quite easy just to basically Definitely. just, yeah, like I said, bring whatever I do on a daily basis into onto the stage, mm-hmm. and then obviously just yes, just imagine that my one of my two children have have gone mm-hmm. missing, and what I would do if I were in that situation. And I wouldn't give up. Like, Ida doesn't give up. I wouldn't. Yeah. I would just keep searching and searching. Definitely. And then we've got Freya and Alaska here. You play our froglings, ducklings, fishes, geeselings. Yeah. Is that what they're called? Geeselings? Geeselings. <laughs> so you've got quite a lot of characters to play. Yeah. Um, it's, it's also a, a matter of distinguishing between yourselves what your different personality traits are, let alone distinguishing between all the characters you're playing. How are you finding that? How are you uh, managing it? Well, to be honest, because of a lot of the different um, characters not necessarily saying mm-hmm. lines, it's mostly dancing. It's, yeah. it's more the physical appearance of yourself and how to change that in order to make yourself appear more like a frog mm-hmm. or more like a goose or more like a duck. So it's always remembering to actually change your posture and your mm-hmm. body positions more than it is how to say your lines. Because obviously I'm South African and mm-hmm. I have an accent. So I'm lucky because then I don't have to change my accent around. Mm-hmm. But it's more for me is the physical part of it that you have to think about mm-hmm. in that case. What are your guys' previous experience in theatre, musical theatre? How, how did you find it? How did you start? Why did you love it? Just uh, Well, I... Um, 
I always wanted to do musical <laughs> theatre when I was younger and I didn't and so I got into this quite late after having kids mm-hmm. I've always um, sung but um, so I've locally I played the narrator in Joseph and yeah. the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat and also um, I've done a couple of comedy plays mm-hmm. and then recently I was in Calendar Girls yeah which is quite similar. I mean, I, I played the woman in that whose husband dies. Yeah. So it, in that sense, it was, it was about loss. So that was my most recent part, and mm-hmm. I can tap into a little bit of what I went yeah. through in that as well. Um, it's my first Stables production, this really? honk. So I'm really excited to, to be here. As a, Calendar Girls was yeah. done here, but this is a, a Stables production. Yeah. So, yeah, it's great. It's, it's great to be on the stage uh-huh. here and be part of, part of this. Um, my experience, well, obviously, I was born and raised in South Africa, yeah. so I lived there until I was about 16. So a lot of my performing life was professional productions in South Africa. Mm-hmm. I started opera training when I was actually eight years old, and wow. I worked my way up from opera to musical theatre, and then later I did rock, jazz, pop, all the other mm-hmm. genres of music. Yeah. And then I kind of did more band work as well towards yeah. the end of it but a lot of the shows that I have been I've been in Addie I've been in Matilda yeah um I've been a lot of Disney princesses <laughs> I always get to, to play the damsel in distress yeah. role it seems so I've always been like more of the Disney princess kind of roles mm-hmm. um Lemmers yeah. I performed in because of my opera training I was suited quite well to that role mm-hmm. as Kazette um, I'm also a teacher, so I teach mm. performing arts to children now, which I find really, really fun at the moment. Mm-hmm. So the whole musical theatre element, the singing, dancing, acting, how are you finding you're both quite experienced in mm. that, but do you still have to layer by layer or do you snap into it quite quickly? Um, singing, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing I think that most, comes most naturally mm-hmm. to me. Um, acting, it's... it's Again, I think it does, I, and I don't know if that comes with, with age and with life experience, yeah. that you know you can put yourself into these situations because you've maybe experienced something very similar. The dancing, yeah. <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just leave it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a natural dancer, and Jackie has been incredibly patient. Um, I haven't got anything too taxing, which, mm-hmm. is, which is good. But I love, I love a challenge, so I've been, I have enjoyed that. For singing and dancing, that's um, probably my strongest element. Singing is my first strongest element, but I've been dancing since mm-hmm. I was three on stage so I'm quite happy to do dancing I find that more of my hobby than it is a profession yeah um but yeah I've found it quite easy to snap back into it although after the three years of not really doing much (laughs) when we do that frog dance I am absolutely gasping at the end of it it's just crazy establishing animal playing human human playing animal whereabouts are you in that spectrum and how are you characterizing that um I think that's something we still need to work on a yeah. little bit. I mean, I think the idea is that people come and, and they obviously are aware we're playing animals, mm. but we are still people. Yeah. And you don't want to make it a caricature. You want people to believe, mm-hmm. not necessarily believe that you're a duck, but that you're, you are this character going through these, these emotions. I almost think the animal side of it is secondary to, to that. Yeah. Because you could be anything and you're going through these emotions and these experiences. Saying that, I think all of us, Neil has asked us all to go away and think about an <laughs> yeah. animal movement that mm-hmm. our animal might do. So um, I've been looking at ducks sort of bob their head a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's something that, but you don't want to do it over the top. So just mm-hmm. the occasional thing. And then mm-hmm. I guess the froglets would do 
something the froggy jumps and yeah. all that kind of stuff yeah. yeah i mean for the duck for the ducklings and the duck side of things like there's off, there's a line that you say where don't turn your toes in so i try yeah. and keep that in mind and keep my toes turned in until you say that yeah so that kind of because ducks they walk with their toes turned yeah. inwards so that's kind mm. of my way of portraying a duck character but i also remember that we are playing human mm-hmm. while we're humans playing duck yeah so it's yeah. It's, it's kind of a hard one, but if you just bring in those small characteristics, yeah. you know, some people will get it from there, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I sort of think, so for Ida, it's, yeah, she's a mother first. Mm-hmm. So if I can get across that I'm a mother, yeah. then it is important that I'm playing a duck, but yeah, not so much. I mean, the costumes will play a big part mm-hmm. as well. And we have the, the shoes that I'm wearing. Uh, I've got a lovely dress, but the shoes are, are just sort of, slip-on shoes Mm -hmm. so I'm automatically I think going to move a little bit differently than I would normally what do you guys actually think of the play are you enjoying it do you what do you think of the morals the fun the singing Um, I think it's a really lovely heartwarming musical yeah really funny moments but also really tender moments really emotional moments as well mm-hmm. and um it's got a great moral you know that that mm. we are we're all different and we you know people need to be accepted for, mm-hmm. for, and you accept yourself as well so self-acceptance family acceptance society's acceptance mm. of, of who you are and it's a great musical because I mean it's great, got great songs great harmonies mm-hmm. but it's it's for anybody mm-hmm. your children adults whoever comes along will have will enjoy it and find something mm-hmm. in it that they can relate to um you know, that will touches them I think it's great stars and drew write great musicals mm-hmm. really um taking you know, well-known stories and just making them into these really exciting mm-hmm. um, musicals. I looked into it and I was like, wow, this is actually so sweet. I really, I agree with tomorrow that the um, moral of the story yeah. is so special because even for myself, I relate to Ugly even now yeah. because I am foreign. Mm-hmm. I usually get treated quite differently by the people around me. So I like that thing of acceptance, mm-hmm. even if you're different. I, I always preach that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that is a really important aspect to the story. But I've really been enjoying um, it. It's been really fun just to play like that young character again and just, you know, really have fun with it. Honks on stage at the stables between Thursday, December 15th and Friday, December 23rd. It's the joy.